It'll melt your heart, even in times like these. Seven-year-old Amelia Anasovich is a worldwide phenom. She's the little girl who sang Let It Go in a Kiev bomb shelter weeks ago. Now she has performed for thousands. Maybe you've seen the video of Amelia's first performance in that dingy bunker. The song from the Disney movie Frozen won't be her last. After the video went viral, Amelia performed the Ukrainian national anthem in front of thousands as part of a Polish benefit concert for Ukrainian refugees. Refugees like Amelia, who's currently staying with her grandmother in Poland. When asked why she sang so confidently, Amelia had a quick answer. She practices. Singing is her dream, after all. Even in the midst of all the bad news, there are still glimpses of good news, like the innocence of a singing child. And the best news is that Christ is coming back and the nations will be healed. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this Friday, we're wrapping up a series on the second coming called Are You Ready? As we get started, I have an important announcement to make. Since the war broke out with Russia invading Ukraine, we've been asking everyone to pray boldly and give boldly. I'm happy to report that between the U.S., Canada, and the Philippines, we've raised almost $1 million. I better say that again. Almost $1 million. I'm amazed at how the Lord has worked through our listeners. And we've been wiring this money directly to Mission Eurasia, who is on the ground in Ukraine right now, distributing food. On the line with us is the president of Mission Eurasia, Sergei Rakuba. Sergei, would you give us an update on the current displacement of people in Ukraine? And how many meal boxes has your organization been able to distribute so far? Yeah, Charles, thank you so much again, you know, for the opportunity to be with you. And uh, thank you, but thank you all your listeners who so generously, faithfully uh, continue providing for the needs that are in Ukraine and with the refugees that are pouring out of Ukraine into neighboring countries. As of uh, yesterday, it was reported a quarter of entire Ukrainian population, they find themselves in displacement. Uh, So they are displaced from their homes, their places where they lived all their lives. And that's about uh, 10 to 12 million people. Uh, uh, So they were forced out of their places and now find safer places in the western parts of Ukraine. Uh, So we already, as of yesterday, were able to obtain enough food to pack into 10,000 food packages, 10,000 those food boxes, and deliver them and place into the hands of families that are there in those uh, uh, challenging places where they close to war zone and whatever the situation, you know, families cannot leave their homes. But, you know, so the uh, shortage of food is at the edge of uh, national catastrophe, they call it, you know, so, and uh, so the government, you know, so tied up, you know, to this war. uh, So the supplying channels were paralyzed uh, and only non-for-profit, you know, as they report, 
and especially churches. And the Mission Eurasia is one of these larger channels now when we obtain food, you know, and deliver helping to those who are in need. So thank to your listeners, those faithful supporters that partner with us. Now we were able to deliver 10,000 food packages. And in our plans, we have a larger number for next three months. We plan to pack and deliver 35,000 food packages. But within next week, we believe that, you know, another two, 3,000 will be packed and delivered into this uh, to these areas where people, Ukrainian, uh, Ukrainian families are experiencing need. And that's what Mission Eurasia is committed now to helping them with these needs. Sergei Rakuba, a longtime friend of mine, himself a Ukrainian who graduated from Moody Bible Institute. Sergei, please hang on the line with me. I want you to share more about the spiritual needs you're seeing and how you're helping in the name of Jesus. Well, what about you? Would you pray boldly and give boldly? Every dollar to Ukraine goes to Ukraine. No handling fees. As you just heard Sergei say, the population of an entire country is now 25% displaced. Would you help us this weekend go over the million-dollar mark? Every $50 you send feeds a family of five for a week, but there's more. By giving to Haven today to Mission Eurasia, you will be sending bread and spiritual bread in the name of Jesus Christ. Call us now, 800-65-HAVEN, 800 800- 65 Haven or give online at haventoday.org haventoday.org and now let's get the program going here's Andrew Peterson do you feel the world is broken we do do you feel the shadows deepen we do but do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through Do you wish that you could see it all made new? Is all creation groaning? Is a new creation coming? Is the glory of the Lord to be the light within our midst? Is it good that we remind ourselves of this? Is anyone worthy? Is anyone whole? Is anyone able to break the seal and open the scroll? The Lion of Judah, who conquered the grave. He is David's root and the Lamb who died to ransom the slave. Is he worthy? Is he worthy of all blessing and honor and glory? Father truly love us. He does. 
Resurrection Letters, which we featured about a year ago this time, going into Easter. Is he worthy? Andrew Peterson, here on Haven Today. And are you ready? I'm Charles Morris. In a moment, we're going to take a sneak peek into what will happen after the end of the world. Thankfully, Jesus gave the Apostle John a special revelation, reminding all of us that no matter how bad things might seem, he's going to come He's going to rid us of sin and death, and he's going to make all things new. But until then, we as Christians are called to not only help those in physical need, we're called to share the good news with everyone. Back on the line with me from Mission Eurasia, Sergei Rakuba. Sergei, you shared already how you've been giving out bread and food to those who are hungry, but you're also sharing the bread of life, Jesus, with the refugees in Ukraine that you're helping right now. Absolutely, you know. So every food, uh, every food box is accompanied with a copy of a scripture. Uh, and this is the New Testament uh, uh, in Ukrainian language with the Book of Psalms and the Book of Proverbs. Uh, so we provide not just uh, physical bread, not just uh, uh, material help. So we provide the spiritual bread as well. And these people, they see it as a source of hope you know, the story of Jesus. And all this was done in the name of Jesus, referring to the scripture when Jesus said, when I was uh, hungry, you fed me, I was naked, you clothed me. And uh, so this is uh, Matthew 25, 35. Uh, so this all is done in the name of Jesus, you know, what we do through this I Care Ukrainian uh, project. And the response we see just unbelievable. 
people call this uh, uh, volunteers that deliver this food into these challenging places where people, uh, uh, you know, are trapped, you know, because of this war. So they call them the ambassadors of light. They call them the uh, the angels of light, you know. So they call it just God sends them, uh, you know, to save their lives, you know. And people respond so, so, so openly uh, to the gospel. There is a family, a family of uh, a young mother and uh, four kids. She was trapped, you know, in the village of Lebedin, not too far from Sumy. Her husband was in the uh, National Guard, you know, so we call it, you know, fighting for their country. So, and there was a heavy bombarder in the area of this uh, larger city of Sumy. So uh, the community of Lebedin was trapped, you know, for a long time, and there was no access. And as soon as it became a little easier, uh, so the people were able to identify this area and brought a large supply of this uh, number of boxes with this food. Coming to her house and seeing the situation she was in, bringing food, she says, this is exactly exactly what I was praying that God will send someone to help me and my children. We did not have food for a week already. We were scraping all what we had in our house, but somebody comes. This is true answer from God to our prayers. When this help is rushed to them in the name of Jesus, they believe God answers their prayers. They continue praying. Uh, God continues protecting uh, their nation and God continues supplying all the needs that they have. Sergei Rikuba with Mission Eurasia. Thanks once again for sharing with us here on Haven Today. So thank you so much, Charles, again for the opportunity. Uh, so on behalf of all Ukrainian people, families are in need, those who run for their lives, to thank you and your listeners for such a faithful uh, and generous partnership in helping them all in the name of Jesus. If you just joined us, the program that you're listening to is Haven Today. This episode is called, Are You Ready? And you know, we're not the first to face difficult times. I wasn't around for the period between 1929 and 1945 when the Great Depression and then World War II happened. But you know, sometimes I wonder what Christians back then were thinking. And I mean, ordinary, everyday believers who sat in their church pews week after week, were they anxious for years on end? Did they think that the end had drawn nigh? I honestly don't know. But I imagine if they were anything like us, then they might have had those thoughts, at least sometimes. But we are going through a traumatic period in our history right now, aren't we? And it's the uncomfortable times like we're in right now that our Lord often uses. After all, he really has us paying attention to what's important, I think. Things like life and death. And if Jesus were to come back today, and he could, would you be ready? After all, that's the title of this program, Are You Ready? And as we're in the weekend, are you ready? Have you repented of your sins against your Creator? Have you believed the gospel, throwing yourself on Christ's mercy and grace? Only in Jesus do we find salvation. Only in Christ can we find our true hope. That's what the Bible says, and it's the greatest story ever told. And here at Haven Today, we love to remind you that this story is all about Jesus. All good stories have good endings. And the greatest story ever told, well, it has the greatest ending too. 
And that's what we find in Revelation 21 and 22. Listen to these words that John the Apostle wrote. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. I don't know about you, but I've heard those words again and again in my life. And every time I hear those words, they strike me again, like it's the very first time. Maybe that's because I have a hard time believing they're true, at least at first. A world where God dwells with us and we dwell with him without death, mourning or crying forever and ever. If God himself didn't tell me this was what the future holds, I probably wouldn't believe it. But my faithful creator and redeemer tells me these words. And he says that he himself will wipe away all our tears. I can't help but think of brothers and sisters in Ukraine right now. There's a lot of tears there, but they'll all be gone one day. That's the promise of our great God. And we will dwell with him forever. All the people who have ever been saved will make up the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. And what a city that will be. I don't have time to get into all the beautiful language used to describe the new Jerusalem, gold and precious stones everywhere, but listen to what John says. It's there in Revelation 22. I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. On no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Now, you know, the idea of a temple is huge in the Bible. All through the Old Testament, there needed to be a place where God dwelt with his people. But the tabernacle and temple had curtains because a sinful people couldn't live safely with their holy God. There needed to be some separation. But then, guess who came? And Jesus lived a perfect life and died in the place of sinners, and the curtain in the temple was torn top to bottom. We have access to God now in a way that Old Testament Israelites could have only dreamed about. And John the Apostle tells us that one day we will live in a city that doesn't need a temple. Because we'll live with Emmanuel, God with us. And then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. 
No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. All the terrible things we are experiencing, all the war and future wars, all the disease, they all have expiration dates. One day, everyone who trusts in Jesus will eat from the tree of life, and it will heal the nations. That's a lot of healing, but this is quite a promise given our gracious God. So what should we do in the meantime? How can we prepare for this new heavens and new earth? Well, the Bible gives us the answer. In Revelation 22, verse 17, almost the very end of God's word, we read these words, the spirit and the bride say, come and let the one who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty come and let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. My friend, that's written to you. Do you know that you have sinned against God? Do you know that Jesus lived and died in the place of sinners and rose on the third day? Are you thirsty? Then come, throw yourself on God's mercy. And one day, you get to live with him in the new Jerusalem forever. Somewhere we know but haven't been Like a song forgotten A place prepared beyond the end Our home in New Jerusalem Palace made of promises, a garden and a fortress, a world that's built on what he said, a home in New Jerusalem, a home.
Shane and Shane, a wonderful song for us on this program today called New Jerusalem, a haven today that we're calling Are You Ready? I'm Charles Morris. One of the unsung heroes in this war in Ukraine is Far East Broadcasting Company. They have multiple local stations still on the air, and their online listenership has grown many times in both Ukraine and Russia since the invasion began. One of their unsung heroes is a pastor named Sergei in Kiev. Not the Sergei you heard already with Mission Eurasia. It's a common name. I think your faith will grow if you watch the video messages from the pastor Sergei in Kiev. They're on our website. Part of the Faith Live updates at haventoday.org. And if you missed the beginning of the program, we are almost at a million dollars for Ukraine. This weekend, is the Lord calling you to push us over a million dollars between Haven in the U.S. and Canada and the Philippines? $50 feeds a family of five for a week. No overhead for Haven. It all goes to Mission Eurasia. Call us right now, would you, at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online and check out the other Sergey posts on our Faith Live update, and, and then you can give there. Just go right now to haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again we'll share together this great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Grace and mercy, two words that we hear a lot about, but what do they mean? Two sides of the same coin. Grace gives blessings to undeserving sinners, like us. Mercy restores desperately lost wanderers, also us. The coin is the Lord's love, and He's not stingy. All we need, empty hands and a heart that recognizes our need. Words of the Lord in Revelation 22:17, reminding us all who are thirsty, come and drink, restore your soul, pay nothing. His grace has paid your way. Grace and mercy are his to give, and by faith, grace and mercy are ours to receive. Like he says, let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. Meet more with Jesus. Visit getanchor.com.